Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Welcome, everybody, to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. And I, of course, am your host, Sam queen of procrastination, Shorky. And I am her sister and co-host Sarah Shorky, victim of her procrastination. (laughs) And I think before we get into the episode, we should mention that how this whole podcast idea came to fruition was because of the procrastination that went down this morning. Are you accusing me of being the one at fault here, Sarah? Because uh, let it be known that you were the one who was late showing up. Yeah, fine. This is true. However, I made the choice to be late for a friend in need, as you already know. Mm -hmm. The next two hours of farting around were purely you. See, I wouldn't even consider what you witnessed to be farting around. And therein lies the problem. I would actually say that what I did prior to your arrival was less farting around. Yeah, in case you haven't already guessed, today's topic is farting around, or the more technical term, procrastination. I fully admit that I am guilty of a lot of procrastination, but this morning it was definitely that I was trying to get all of my little morning habits out of the way and done so that the rest of my day would be successful as I like to do, because I do believe that having a good, solid morning routine is crucial for having a successful day, as we covered in episode 7 on uh, creating good habits. So what Sarah is referring to is that I woke up, and I wrote in my five-minute journal, which is my new favorite uh, vegan hippie routine, and then I drank my usual lemon water, and then I did a little... 10 minute meditation and then I stretched and I foam rolled and then I drank my coffee (laughs) oh sorry I fell asleep there (laughs) and then I dry brushed my body man our lives are different (laughs) I'm not done yet (laughs) this is the best part of all I then took a sage wand And cleared the negative energy out of my entire apartment. Okay, is there anyone listening out there who could possibly relate to this at all? I bet there is. It's very good if you go through a rough period in your life. And as you know, I've been clearing toxic people out of my life lately. Just trying to start my life anew in this spiritual awakening, aka my midlife crisis. After I was done the energy clearing uh, and I reeked like a dirty hippie, 
I can imagine. I finally went to the gym to get a little bit of cardio in. Then Ooh, I came home. Sweaty, dirty hippie. Yeah, and I was actually between two people, like on very <laughs> close treadmills, and I could smell the burnt sage as I ran. So I was like, oh, I wonder if these people are like, what is that? I've become that person that smells like patchouli that I used to make fun of. Then I came home, showered, and then you arrived, of course, and you were late. I would just like to point out that when I arrived, you assured me that you were ready. I had planned on having a swim, because Sam has an indoor pool in her building, and you were going to do your makeup while I swam, and then we were going to record this podcast. Yeah, and for whatever reason, you were locked out of the pool, and so you came right back, And yeah, sure enough, you had to wait for me to do my makeup, which I was doing when you came back up. That was like two hours ago. (laughs) Well, excuse me that I had some nice hand-me-downs that I thought I would so generously donate to your broke ass. Yeah, actually, uh, in fairness, I am wearing one of the sweaters presently. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And we both were in agreement that instead of eating after we recorded the podcast, we were hungry and thought we'd have more energy to deliver a kick-ass podcast if we ate before recording instead of our usual post-recording meal. So I'm not really sure what you're getting at right now. Well, I don't think I had much of a choice because at that point it had been, uh, what, almost five hours since I'd eaten anything. So unless you wanted to poke me with a stick every time it was my turn to speak, I needed some kind of nourishment. And that Korean barbecued cauliflower sandwich from Pure Kitchen was pretty freaking delicious, wasn't it? It was, it was. And on my tab, so you shut your little trap before I beat you with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boss. <laughs> I will still admit that I am horrible at procrastinating, and because it's something I'm always trying to work on, I thought it would make a really good topic for today's podcast that many of our listeners could probably relate to as well. So I wanted to share some tips on how I somehow managed to run my online coaching business, clear the negative energy out of my apartment, still hit the gym, write for my blog, and record all these podcasts with my disgruntled older sister. (laughs) The answer is, of course, unlike Sarah... I'm single and I have no children. (laughs) I was just about to say something like that. And I guess I'm somewhat kidding, but I do genuinely have some procrastination prevention tips, I should say. Some of the methods that I put into practice that I'll share with our listeners. Let's get into this, shall we? Ooh, I can't wait to hear these. Well, Sarah... I'm sure we all know that procrastination means doing one thing when you know you should be doing something else, when you delay doing a task you know you need to do, and we all do it. It's definitely part of being human. I think it's safe to say that we do this because we tend to value immediate rewards more than future rewards. And we all, of course, want instant gratification, which is also why diet pills are a billion-dollar industry and why I have a job. Also why people 
throw in the towel on their gym routines and diet plans so damn fast. I actually had this conversation, as you know, with one of our clients very recently. <sighs> A mindful meathead moment with Sam Shorky. Object on the Beanstalk! Get this, folks. Our future selves are really good at setting goals. But it is our present self that has to do all of the work. Our future self wants to be fit and shredded and look good, obviously. But it is our present self who just wants to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat cookies. Our brains value the long-term benefits of being healthy and fit, but they also value immediate instant gratification when it comes to this present moment we are in. And what's especially true, for me anyway, is that it's not even the actual work that's ever a problem. I genuinely love writing blog posts and recording these podcasts with you. But it's the starting of these tasks that's the hard part. Would you not agree? Uh, yes. Yeah, and I know I'm bad for that, as we had an hour-long yeah. conversation about <laughs> Speaking my of love procrastination. Life. Yeah, and my... So it's the starting of tasks that tends to be the hard part for all of us. So what I try to do is I make it easy on myself to get started, and of course, I always trust that the motivation and the momentum to keep going will be there after I start the task. And to quote Meister Eckhart from the Five Minute Journal, I think it was yesterday's quote of the day that I came across, and I like this. And suddenly, you know, it's time to start something new and trust the magic of beginnings. (laughs) So a good way to get shit accomplished is to pair something you love with something you procrastinate on. So a classic example is my hatred for cardio. As you all know, I love lifting weights and I loathe doing cardio. I also love listening to podcasts and audiobooks. So what I do, and it only makes sense to do this, is I pair these two tasks together. And it honestly works. So I'm not going to say that I look forward to my cardio sessions every morning, When I know I get to listen to one of my fave podcasts while I'm doing it, it definitely doesn't sound so bad and it kind of forces me to go do it. So another example would be you could answer your emails or respond to like social media messages while you're getting a pedicure. Say uh, you've got to study or finish a project. Go and do that while you're chilling at your favorite coffee shop essentially just boils down to pairing a behavior that is good for you in the long run with a behavior that feels good in that present moment. I'm actually probably going to treat myself to a lifting session as my reward once we're done finishing this podcast. And I know you're probably rolling your eyes, Sarah. Sounds like (laughs) my worst nightmare. Can you think of a good example, Sari, that you might do? Yeah, no, I was trying to think while you were talking. I don't think I, I mean, this is going to sound very sad, but I don't think I I ever really get any rewards. Again, did I not just give you that sweater on your back and a barbecued <laughs> cauliflower sandwich, you little beep? 
<laughs> I thought you were talking about like self-made rewards. Yes, I'm just reminding you and all of our listeners once more just how incredibly kind and generous I am to those I love. Ugh. Yeah, I think I'm going to start filling every page of my gratitude journal with I am grateful for Sam and all <laughs> of her generosity. Well, I should hope so. I bought that gratitude journal for you as well. Well, maybe you want to fill it out for me then. <laughs> then I can just read it every day instead. Yeah, in case anybody is wondering what we are referring to, these five-minute journals, it's something that I actually heard uh, about from Tim Ferriss, who is a much more famous podcaster than us and also a best-selling author. You'll spend five minutes in the morning writing in it and then five minutes at nighttime right before bed. So it's the first thing you do in the morning and then the last thing you do at nighttime. Just using the five-minute journal, I think, helps me with procrastination. Today, for instance, one of my answers to what would make today great was... I want to get a morning run and meditation in. And I'm proud to say that I accomplished both. Well, one of my goals for today was to go swimming, and that didn't happen. <laughs> Although, you know, I guess you could say that I really enjoy my morning coffee. I feel like I've said this so many times, but, but, but no, honestly, that morning coffee is like a little daily reward. It drives my husband nuts because once the kids have eaten, I have to do the dishes and clean the kitty litter, and then I'll make us a pot of coffee. But for me, it means that I can actually sit down with that cup of coffee and thoroughly enjoy it, knowing that there's nothing I need to be doing right now. I feel you, I feel you. So it's like your reward for getting all of your mom responsibilities out of the way. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right. Our morning smoothie as well, right? Like we, oh. we both do a little bit of exercise in the morning. For me, it's my cardio. And for you, I don't know, do you exercise? I do cardio. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah. <laughs> and then the smoothie, which is on uh, jackedonthebeanstalk.com, I believe it's my morning matcha protein smoothie recipe, is our little reward for getting that mundane task out of the way. Like work-wise, Sarah, when you're doing some of these uh, shitty jacked on the beanstalk admin, <laughs> do you have any tricks or tips for the listeners on how you avoid procrastinating when it comes to that stuff? They're the stuff you don't want to do. I don't. I mean, I, I don't want this to sound like I don't have time to procrastinate. But for me, I, I don't know. I'm not really good at half-assing things. I don't really know how to half-ass. So. I can't really sit there and try to entertain my kid while I'm working on my laptop at the same time. Like, if I'm doing something, I need to be focused on that one task. So as much as it might irritate some of the clients that they only ever hear from me between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. every day, <laughs> I do that on purpose because my daughter's napping. I can make it a very focused and quiet, productive work period. And that actually reminds me of another awesome tool that I really like and works very well for me because I don't have kids distracting me, but I do have 50 million social media distractions 24-7. So I find using, it's an app called the Focus Keeper, 
I actually got this idea from our podcast producer, Aaron, and it's basically a productivity timer. So if you've ever heard of the Pomodoro technique, this app is based around that. So basically you work for a timed session of 25 minutes, then a little bell goes off and you get five minutes to fart around you know, like I'll go pee or I'll grab a snack or I'll do some push-ups or I'll stretch or whatever, right? And then after that five-minute break, you're basically back to working for 25 minutes. And I really like this method for especially like bigger projects or stuff that's really time-consuming because it definitely trains your brain to hyper-focus for a set period of time. But then you also uh, get to give your brain a little break so you don't end up getting burnt out. I like it. I like that. It's interesting, yeah. I've also got a good suggestion for you that might help with your procrastination problem. I learned about it from the minimalist talk last week. Yeah, remember they um, they suggested using that screen time phone tracker app? I think it was called Moment. And then uh, you yeah. can see just how much time you're wasting on social media and your phone every day. Moment screen time tracker. I cannot wait to see the results of this one. Yes, and I would actually love for our listeners to download this app as well because I think we will all see some pretty horrifying results. Uh, So, yeah, I feel like we've got some good takeaways for peeps already. A couple apps to incorporate. Uh, Not that we don't have enough apps, but these ones are good ones, and they will help you to be a more productive, positive, happy person. So, good job, Sarah. I also wanted to share another method that I use to help with procrastination, And that's just really breaking down my to-dos by the level of their importance. So as we all know, I'm big on self-talk. So even when it comes to my work life and my productivity, I like to incorporate a lot of self-talk into that as well. So I'll always ask myself, how important is this task? How urgent is this? Sarah, I know you love to-do lists, and this might be one you already do, but Sometimes I find if I prioritize the tasks and write them down on my big whiteboard, like the top five tasks in order of their importance, it's good because I can commit to completing whatever is at the top of the list and then I'll turn on my Focus Keeper app and I'll force myself to work on that one important task until it's done. I used to think that I was a champ at multitasking, But I have now come to realize that there are just way too many distractions around at all times, as I'm sure the moment screen time tracker will reveal in uh, (laughs) due time. I'm all about single tasking now. I think that is a good tip for avoiding procrastination as well. Another helpful tip comes down to your work environment. When I'm actually ready to hunker down and get some work done, I always make sure that my work environment is ready to go with me. I will shut down Facebook, for instance. Sometimes I'll even put my phone in another room, so that's not distracting me. And I'll always put some peppermint oil into my little diffuser. That actually helps to stimulate your brain and provide mental clarity and alertness. And I'll also throw on the Creativity Boost playlist, which is on Spotify. 
and then I'll turn my ionic salt rock lamp on and just like clear my desk of all the the excess paper and have a nice clean environment and yeah I just find that having my desk in an optimal state like that and just like the sounds and smells all around me that really helps me to focus on the task at hand and only that task and I honestly think that it like kind of mentally prepares me for the work I'm about to do as well because remember again it's not the actual doing of the task that sucks it's the starting of it okay god I can't take it anymore. That, <laughs> that actually sounds like a whole lot of procrastinating to start something, <laughs> to be honest. I think what you yeah, need exactly. to do... <laughs> I think what you need to do is actually hire an actor who can portray a small child and have this person live with you for like, I don't know, three weeks. And after the three weeks, you will begin to understand just how sacred free time is. <laughs> And just how much free time you actually have and what you could accomplish in this time. So what what are you saying? Yeah, the exactly? peppermint oil and the salt rock lamp you can just toss right over your balcony, I think is what I'm saying. It has been proven, Sarah, that having a Himalayan salt rock lamp in your work environment is good and healthy for you. The negative salt ions that are released when you heat the rock, right, by turning the, the lamp on... It actually boosts your blood flow and increases the levels of serotonin in your brain. So somebody like you who's miserable would probably really benefit from it. I know. I was just thinking maybe I should just fill my house with yeah, uh, the I'll, Himalayan I'll salt hire, rock lamps. I'll hire a small child and you buy eight Himalayan salt rock lamps. Can I just put them around my neck? And yeah, and apparently these negative ions... They neutralize the radiation that emits from your laptop. That's the main reason I have it there. Because I'm friggin' glued to that thing all day long. So, like, I don't want that all around Do you wear a tinfoil cap when you're (laughs) doing this, too? (laughs) And I already explained to you a number of times in the past why peppermint oil um, in, is always uh, emitting from my diffuser. It's, it's like a stimula- stimulating feeling, right? So it stimulates your brain as well. Why can't I just borrow one of your kids? Then I think I would make a great mother. <laughs> you can have them both, yeah. Um, can I silently watch from the balcony, though? <laughs> sure. I would probably just have them play on my pull-up tower and and break out the exercise ball they they <laughs> love playing with those True. Uh, actually i know what i'd do i would just give them a whiff of some lemon balm oil or some lavender oil because that would actually calm them down if they need it hmm I'll try and remember that. All right. Well, I think we've covered some actually decent shit on this episode. What do you think? It only makes sense that we share some exercise tips for everyone listening who, unlike me, procrastinate when it comes to getting their workouts in. I feel like I can definitely provide some advice on this. I could definitely use some advice on this. Yes, yes, you could. My first tip would be if you're really struggling to find time for exercise, it all boils down to commitment. It sounds so basic, but just commit to exercising for even just half an hour. 
three days a week and commit to doing that for one solid month. What you need to do is pick days and times that you know work for you and your schedule and no matter what, stick with it. So that means you're going to mark those workouts in your calendar. That means that you are going to ensure everyone important in your life knows that these days and times are for your workouts just as you would with any other meeting or important event. You're committed to being there because it's in the calendar and you've made time for it. Even if you only have the energy or desire to walk on a treadmill or walk around your block, whatever it is, do some air squats in your living room. If that is in your calendar for those 30 minutes, three days a week, there is no reason why you can't find the time to do it because that is just as important as any other meeting you have in in your, your day. You know, doing some yoga stretches, it doesn't matter, just get moving and whatever it is, You need to promise yourself that you are committed to that 30 minutes, three days a week, no matter what. And I've actually seen this time and time again with my own clients that once they've slayed that 30 minute time slot for say like a solid four to six weeks, it really does become quite easy to make a new six week goal where we can then increase the intensity of their weekly workouts and the time if they can spare it by you know just 10 or 15 percent nothing major add on an extra 10 minutes maybe you're gonna jog for that 30 minutes instead of walking or you'll do a half hour aerobics video at home instead of some yoga stretches or maybe you'll hit the gym you know get a 45 minute weight session or a cardio class in The key is that you're progressing always and you stop procrastinating because it's as simple as being consistent. And, you know, just like you would never skip bringing your kids to school, you should apply that same principle to your workouts. And once you master that commitment to the consistency and making exercise a priority in your life as it should be, Like I said, right, starting is the hardest part and the same thing goes for exercise. So once you become consistent, the hard part is over, baby. Then it's just a matter of slowly increasing the intensity or the amount of time, you know, going to keep it challenging and avoid you hitting a plateau. So you're going to keep seeing results and that is going to motivate you to keep going. When it comes to nutrition, That's like pretty much the exact same advice. So you just have to commit and that means committing to planning your meals for the week, being committed to planning your grocery shopping and writing out a grocery list. That means meal prepping, setting a certain amount of time and one day a week where at during this time you are prepping your meals for the week, you are getting your groceries done. People think it's so hard to stick to healthy food. It, you know, oh, well, I just, I, I got busy, I, I had to eat out or whatever. They have every excuse in the book. Trust me, it is a lot easier to stick to healthy food When you have healthy food already made in the fridge staring you in the face and all you have to do is open a container and grab a frigging fork. When you come home from a long day at work and there are no groceries and nothing is made, 
why do you think you end up resorting to picking up fast food or ordering a pizza? Like, this isn't rocket science, guys. Yeah, I think the key takeaway from today's podcast, I hope, is that we could all decide what is most important, what has to get done, and then put it in your frigging calendar so you know the exact time and the amount of time that you will be dedicating to that task. And then implement some kind of reward system. Reward for even just starting the task. You don't have to finish it right then and there. The biggest hurdle, guys, again, is just starting it. So break out that peppermint oil (laughs) and download the Focus Keeper app if you're interested. Or get a reality check with the Moment app and realize what a time waster you are. Yeah, I'm a little scared, but I think that'll be a big wake-up call for me. So You I'm, should be. Yeah, whatever it might be for you, just find a way to get started. Sarah, what is our reward? Well, I don't know if it's more a reward for ourselves or our listeners, but uh, we get to sing. I've got my mind set on you by George Harrison. Excellent. And the reward, I think, for our listeners today for getting through this episode should be, I will save you from asking for a review of our podcast on iTunes. You're welcome, but we'd still appreciate it. All right, let's do this. I got my mindset on you. 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 It's going to take time. A whole lot of precious time. It's going to take patience and time. To do it, 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 to do it right. I got my mindset on you. 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 And this time I know it's real. The feelings that I feel. I know if I put my mind to it. I know that I really can do it. I got my mindset on you. Bet my neighbors are really enjoying set on you. I got my mindset on you. I got my mindset on you. Shorty sisters out!